welcome again to another episode of The Balanced Business Dad. As always, my name is Dustin Hogue, and with me is my co-host, RJ Campbell. RJ, how are we doing? We are doing great. We're in Florida. Yes, guys, we are actually uh, in Orlando, Florida right now. We just got done with a four-day conference, a marketing conference for other businesses and things like that. So we thought this was going to be the best time to jump into the episode about business and career and how sometimes you can be out of balance. And here we are. So guys, we're going to jump into episode 12, which again is going to be about the sixth pillar that we talk about, which is business. So if you remember back, we talk about faith, health, marriage, fatherhood, brotherhood, and then business. So guys... Here we are. We are sitting in a very nice townhouse in Orlando, Florida, uh, probably 30 minutes away from the Orlando airport, seven minutes from Disney. We're in Disney World. It has been an amazing week, and we thought we're going to jump into business right now because how many dads out there can be completely out of balance when it comes to business? The fact that we left our house at 4 o'clock Wednesday. 4 o'clock. Yeah, 4 o'clock Wednesday morning. Yep. Here it is late on a Saturday night. We're not flying home to tomorrow on a Sunday. So yeah. we've been away from our wives and our kids, yep. Dustin's kids anyway, in that way. My kids are away from me anyway, but yeah. yeah. So we've been away for that long. Yeah. My wife has been with two small kids all week, and it's just been crazy. Now, we are blessed enough that we have spouses that support us and want us to go because we grow personally, we grow professionally in this, yet it's hard. Um, so this is just one I guess, example of us being out of balance when it comes to business. You know, we put business as the last pillar because out of all the other pillars out there, it should be really kind of on the bottom. Everything else is so much important. Yet dads, guys, how many of us are the opposite and we put this first? Right. Whether we think we need to or we want to. Or I mean, we want there to. are a lot of us out there that love what we do Yep. and we tend to work a lot. Yep. And that leaves somebody else to manage the household yep, or wife and managing kids. Or is it because we feel we have to? We have a job where we feel like we have to put in all of those extra hours uh, or we're going to fail or we're going to get in trouble or it's just part of the job. It's required. It's overtime, six months of the year, and you're just putting in a lot of those hours. Yep. And it's it's a challenge. You know, I'll tell you what one of my challenges, and I'm just going to be real transparent on this one, guys. Work is my default it's easy for me to go to work. It's easy for me to take care of the challenges that I have and all the six businesses I run. Much easier than handle some of the stresses at home, you know, for bath time or bedtime or everything like that. Works easier for me. I'll be extremely honest. So I have to catch myself a lot making sure that I don't give work everything when there's so many more important things in my life. Isn't that weird to think about? Yeah. That it's as hard as our jobs are at times. Sometimes it's a whole lot easier than being a spouse or a dad. It is. Um, You know, and I think a lot of us have that same situation where our wives kind of run the household. Yep. And we run, maybe we're the head or the bread maker, whatever you want to say it. And so I think that's our default. I think society makes it our default sometimes. We think we should be this way. But especially as business owners, not necessarily those just those nine to five people that quit at five o'clock and can come home. I think it's a little bit more challenging as well. You know, some of the notes I wrote down for this episode was there there's extracurricular activities sometimes when you're a business owner or you're in sales or you're an executive, there's social outings, there's, uh, you know, I've been in sales um, and marketing and real estate for a long time 
And there was a lot, a lot of times where, hey, we have this happy hour going on. We have this networking event. And I mean, let's be honest, those are fun to go to. Yet it was also my job. To this day, every month I still go to one networking event, if you will, that's on a Thursday night. Yep. Right? Every month. And I have, it is a part of my job. I do extremely well there. I get coaching clients from there. I buy houses from there. I learn from there. Yet I'm leaving my wife and my kids on a Thursday night to go, air quotes, work. Right. Yeah. Work. Right. But while work I'm that going involves out to dinner, right, while going I'm to dinner, a couple drinks, going to a couple of cocktails, talking yeah. to a lot of people, yeah. having basically a really good time, but doing real work. I exactly. mean, there is. There's a benefit to doing that. I go to. Yep. Uh, yeah, it is work, but I think our spouses are. The ones working. Yeah, they're the ones working. They're yep. at home and they're taking, especially in Dustin's case now, mine, yep. what my wife used to be. Yep. Yeah, taking home and taking care of little kids while you're out, quote, working. Yeah. So, man, I, I'm just going to go over some of the notes that I wrote down on this episode, and it's kind of not really organized. It's kind of going to be a little scatterbrained. I think it's so important to talk about when it comes to these business pillars, though. One of the other things that I wrote down is, you know, these these social outings um, can be a little dangerous, whether, whether or not you feel that way, maybe your spouse feels that way, because a lot of times they're with the opposite sex, guys. Let's be honest. You know, these networking events that I go to, there's obviously women there. Half of them. Maybe more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, especially when I was in sales, especially when I was just a real estate agent, right? 90% of it was. And that's something you have to be careful for. Not that you're necessarily doing anything wrong, yet how does it look, one, and B, how does your spouse feel, right? You're out working, again, in air quotes, drinking, right? Having a couple of drinks, having some dinner, having a happy hour, whatever it may be, with the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. Why your spouse is at home with two kids, Right. It's tough. There's a book out there and this is kind of more for our wives out there. My I read it. Great book. But it's called Girl Wash Your Face. And it's by the author Rachel Hollis. I think you've mentioned that one before. Yeah, it's it's a really good book. Uh, I would even recommend all men read it. Yet the part in this book, she talks about now her ex-husband. So that didn't really work out for him. But they so maybe made not rule. the best advice is what we're going with. <laughs> eh, I, I still think this advice was good. And he was a high executive actually at Disney. He was an executive for the Disney movies, and they made a rule very on early on in the relationship that in the evening, he just was not going to go out if the opposite sex were involved, right? And I think that's yep. extremely important, Yeah. Um, and I really like that rule. Now, you have to set the guidelines, and you have to set the, the parameters that you, you want with your spouse, again, but this is a way that it could get out of balance, and that's why we want to bring it up, because yes. you got to be careful. Yeah, it was one, that was one I'd never even thought about that. Yeah. Dustin mentioned that earlier that it was something he had in his notes and I said, wow, my mind did not even go there. Yeah. Although I spent my whole career, my corporate career in a industry where it was predominantly women. So yeah. I worked with mostly women. Right. Uh, so yes, when we went out to happy hour, you know, if there were 20 people, there were three of us that were guys. And when I traveled, uh, it was mainly women that I traveled with. Just yeah. kind of never really thought about that. Right, and but it was always there, always present. Right, you have that north moral compass, so why would you think about it? And I'm not even, like I said, I don't even think we should think about it. I think what we should be thinking about is how our wives feel about right. it. That's the most important part about this, right? Because we're like, well, we're not doing anything wrong. We're just working. Yet what are they feeling? And this is where we have to have that open line of communication with communication. your spouse. Right? So a couple other things 
that I wrote down here, which I'm guilty of this, which is probably why I'm talking a lot about this, but not getting away from work. When you come home, you're still in that work mode. As a business owner, as an executive of a company, as somebody in sales, whatever it may be, it's not like you shut it off at five o'clock. It's not like you walk off the factory line, guys. We know how it is. You're still putting out fires sometimes in the evening. Right. Um, you still might get work calls. You might talk to your spouse. I work with my spouse. Yeah, say that's that's a, that that's the question. Yeah. Dustin. What does your wife do for a living? <laughs> Absolutely. So the wife is the CFO in all of our businesses. In all six of my businesses, my wife is extremely present, extremely active in our businesses. So when we're both go home, we have a challenge of sometimes we don't turn work off. I would say more than not, we don't turn it off. Now, we both enjoy business. We both enjoy talking about business. Yet there is needs to be a place and time where you turn it off and, I don't know, talk about life. Have you guys thought about setting that as a parameter, as a rule? By the way, once we go home and at whatever time of the day, six, six o'clock at night, no more talking about work. We have not. Um, might not be a bad idea. I would say that it hasn't affected anything with us. Like, again, we enjoy it. We look at businesses together. We want to start other things. We want to, you know, serve another community. So we enjoy the work aspect. Mm -hmm. I would say the campground made it hard this summer. Right. You know, so we bought that campground uh, this past summer and we had to run it and there was no escaping work, especially while we were there because we were living on the campground. So it was never a time where it shut off. You were there every weekend. Every weekend. On the weekends when they were open. And while we were there, we couldn't have fun. You know, we had all these grand ideas that this was our land and we we're still going to enjoy it and we could go down to the river and do our own thing and it didn't really happen that much. And that did cause some issues, some challenges that we worked through and we're going to figure out because that's what we do is we figure it out yep. and we're extremely open about it. But yeah, there was completely some bumps in there because that business especially was out of balance this summer. Yes, right. Because it's something you knew a lot about. You had a lot of campground experience yeah. going into this. <laughs> that is extremely sarcastic. So, um, Sorry. But, you know, it was one of those things. There was always a problem down there. And I was the one that had to solve the problem. Or at least I thought I had to solve the problem. Yes. Um, I might not have had to be the one that thought I had to solve the problem yet because I didn't know what was going on in the whole business itself. I felt like I had to be there. We would have breaks go out in a school bus. By the way, I own a lot of school buses. It's crazy. Yet, <laughs> I thought, well, I have to be there to fix it. I don't know how to fix brakes. I just need to make sure it's getting fixed. And yep. that didn't happen. I was always trying to do be there to solve these problems. So, yeah, I was extremely out of balance. Again, we fixed it. We brought in other help where I won't be running it. And we can actually go down there and have fun, which is what we envisioned. Um, but that is just an example, me personally, how business was extremely out of balance. Business never goes away. <laughs> I had mentioned this one time before, joking it. Dustin bought the campground because he fell in love with the show Yellowstone. 100%. And, and how could you not from right. watching Yellowstone and he, and he wanted land? Yeah. So he basically bought a small version of Yellowstone and it just hit me today. Those guys don't enjoy Yellowstone for the land. <laughs> it's a job. Right. They all work on Yellowstone. Yeah. They work on that. They work on that. They're never on vacation. Yeah. There's always work to be done. Yeah. So, oh, well, maybe that wasn't the best plan. <laughs> but know. it's a pretty cool campground. It, it's pretty fun, and we're making a lot of memories, and now we're going to be able to make the memories together as a family versus 
the kids having fun and I'm stressing and my wife's stressing because she's just with the kids and yeah, we're going to figure it out and I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it's we're working on a way to figure that way. We have somebody coming in and run the whole campground. Yeah, exactly. So we're looking good to there. But that was another thing I just talked about working with your spouse. You know, I coach a lot of married business owners, um, kind of a niche that maybe I accidentally fell into, yet it's something I enjoy the most because I am there. I am a married business owner and my wife works in our companies mm-hmm. and it there needs to be rules and ground rules with that. And one of the things that we came up with, if you know the book Traction, there's something called a level 10 meeting that is part of that, that operating system, if you will. Because when I get home at six o'clock when my wife's you know, making dinner and have two kids at her feet and the dog's barking and everything like that. I'm like, oh, there's this problem at work. Let's talk about it right now. <laughs> Guys, that's not a good time Probably to talk about not the time it. to talk about that. Right. Not a good time at all to talk about that. Um, so now we get to say, put it on the issues list. We'll talk about it at the meeting because there's a set time to talk about that. Or at 8.30 at night when I'm done, when I'm exhausted from work, my wife might want to solve a problem. I don't want to solve mm-hmm. a problem at that point, right? Yep. So now we've learned, hey, let's, table this and we're going to fix it when it needs to be fixed and there's a time set for that yeah we have that and to a lesser degree my wife yeah. and i have a business together also investment properties yep and have a number of them and it will be the same way we don't have to do it to the extent that dustin and his wife do we don't have nearly as many properties but it'll be that same thing we'll be done with dinner and it'll be eight o'clock and you're just starting to watch something on tv and my wife will ask me about oh did we ever get back to so-and-so, you know, one of our properties, about the three maintenance items that they have? And I'll be like, oh, well, yes and no, and I need to follow up with you know, our you yep. know, head of maintenance. And she's like, you know, they'll be like, well, did you do that today? And I'll say, you know, just say, I said, well, no, but it'll be on my list tomorrow, and it's just not what you wanted to talk about at 8 o'clock at night. But it has to be spoken about. But you have to have and, t- and time to talk you about You do, it. and we're yeah. not together all day because yeah. I work all the things that I do. She's in a separate job. So yeah. that is the only time we have to catch up on yeah. it. But by that time, my mind's turned off. I don't want to talk about it, but yeah. you have to. So, guys, I think we, we said a lot there, but it was really just to warn you that Make make sure you're doing the checks to make sure you're in and out of balance and set the parameters and the rules that work for you and your wife or mm-hmm. you and your significant other, right? Because that's extremely important. Same goes with kids. It um, does. You know, there, there's a couple things that uh, has kind of messed with me lately because we, let's be honest, so many of us are addicted to our phones. I'm going to say I probably am too. Um, just because, and it's not that I'm necessarily working, but you get lost in this scroll, maybe why they're watching Coco Melon or something like that <laughs> while you're on your phone. Guys, let's put the <clears throat> let's put the freaking phone down. <laughs> that was almost our first f bomb of the night, right <laughs> and, there. And it's you know one of those things that I saw this thing actually on Facebook, but this guy was talking and he pretty much said, if a child enters the room, put the phone down and acknowledge the child. And that well, that's me. simple. It's simple, but if you're not, are you even respecting that child as a person? No. No, that's great. Yeah. Never would think of that. Never would have thought of that. Wow. I was like, damn, that was huge because I am 100% guilty of that. 100% guilty of that. And, you know, our kids learn from us by model. We model behavior and they're going to learn from us for that. So if we're going to be looking at something, do we want them to be looking at a screen? Because we always say, oh, not enough screen time. But then, oh, dad, you're on your phone all the time. <laughs> right? So I think it's one of those things that we do have to keep in check there. What are we modeling for our children, especially when it comes to work? Right. I think that's that's the biggest thing I'm trying to say there, right? Yeah. Um, you know, this kind of the to go through this, guys, 
there's so many times that we put work and our career and our businesses above everything else. How many times have we heard the story? Oh, well, work got crazy or my business got crazy. And the next thing you know, you're 35 pounds overweight and you have high cholesterol, right? Or you haven't had, you know, sex in three months because work's just been crazy because you haven't been in the mood, right? Or, or, I mean, we can go through all the pillars. We haven't been to church because we've been too tired on Sunday. We haven't practiced our faith. We haven't been with our friends. We haven't seen our friends because work's been so crazy. Every one of us right now, that are listening to this are guilty of this one way in their lives. One way or the other, regardless of what you do. Correct. Whatever your job is, whether you're Correct. business owners, entrepreneurs like we are, or you work at a, well, you would hope a nine to five job, but it doesn't turn out that way. Yeah. We're all guilty of it. Every one of us are, right? 100%. Guys? So this is one of those pillars that I think can get us in trouble the easiest, honestly, because mm-hmm. we can be so out of balance on this so quickly. And honestly, society, I think, wants us to be sometimes. They do. And it's you know we put this as number six for a reason. Yeah. This should be our lowest priority. Yeah, God is first, family is second, and I am third. I say yep. that all the time. And the I am third, the the me part is my job as well. Yeah, but we feel the need, whether it's society or it's just pressure or it's our boss, and work gets prioritized or it's so an many excuse. times to number one, or it's an excuse. Right. God, but, sometimes it's easier. Yeah, before this. Um, or sometimes it's more fun, like we are. We're <laughs> sitting here having a drink late at night on a Saturday in Orlando. Yeah, and I kind of wrap up with another story that I go through this, and RJ pretty much flat out just asked me, is that an excuse? So one of the challenges that my wife has is that, you know, I leave for events, I don't know, maybe four five times a year where I'll leave for a few nights, go speak somewhere, go coach somewhere, go grow somewhere, that kind of thing. And it's my wife, you know, is an amazing and she supports that because we're growing and it benefits the family. But one of the things that she frustrated by, annoyed by, is that if she ever wanted to do that, it's not like I would ever (laughs) say, no, don't go do it. But if she would go do it, I would probably ask for help. My, My parents are wonderful grandparents and they're always there when we need them. And the kids would probably go to the grandparents. And my excuse for that and it's kind of a fact. Kind of. But my excuse for that is because I can't work with their, them there because my phone will ring at 7.30 at night and I have to solve a problem. Um, and I know that's frustrated her a lot. But she also sees it. So it's, it's one of those things that, is it an excuse? Is it laziness on my part? Is it part of me? I'm going to be just real transparent with you guys here and probably say it's the confidence that I can handle both kids. Yeah, see, I called that earlier when Dustin mentioned this. I yeah. said, I kind of called bullshit on that one. Maybe. Yeah. As a question more than yeah. uh, for sure, is like, yeah. is that the only reason you'd call your you know, the parents to come and help with the kids? Because it's just easier. It's definitely easier. I mean, it's hands down easier because they would just take my kids. My kids would be happy. My parents would be happy. I would have a few nights to myself. <laughs> I mean, it, it does seem like a perfect storm. Right. Uh, and And, you know, one of the things is my wife can do that. She knows she can do that, yet she would feel guilty doing it. Right. Where I don't feel guilty doing it. <laughs> um, so it's, it's one of those things that we just have to watch there. But, you know, I've checked myself on that. It's honestly right, because it is. I mean, it is an excuse. You know, we just found out, and I don't know if I even told you this, RJ. So my daughter is two now. Mm-hmm. Right? And last week was the first time her, she was in my vehicle, just her and I. First time ever. First time ever. 
not on purpose, just it just happened that way. Because so much of us, if we've had to, you know, divide and conquer, I've taken the oldest, my son, and we would go do something, and my wife would take my daughter. This was the first time ever. How did you realize that? I don't know. It's just something that came to me. Because now we're trying to, you know, focus on, you know, having my wife go with my son to go do something, and I get to spend more time with my daughter. Um, but yeah, I don't even know what we were doing. But yeah, it was the first time ever that it was just her and I in my car. That's crazy. It is. I think. I think so yeah. too. Um, I mean, it's getting me and my son are alone all the time together. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just one of those things. So hmm. it it kind of caught me, and I you know I'm I'm transparent on this. I had to check myself. Is I could can will I will do more with just me and the kids because I can. Right. And I've probably made excuses in the past. Were the excuses valid? Maybe. Some people would say they're valid. If I missed a sales call, especially as a real estate agent, somebody wanted to go buy a house and I couldn't show them because I was with the kids. But you know what? Screw that. That was just a commission check. Right. Right? So, again, guys, I hope this all made sense. I feel like it was kind of scatterbrained, but I think these are all good bullet items that we went over today because this is the pillar that can get us so out of balance. It can. It should be. We say this over and over the lowest priority yep again we know it's important we have to make money we have to support our families but there are so we can't let this change those other aspects of our life and become the number one priority because everybody gets screwed in that deal yep yeah you neglect your spouse you neglect your kids or dustin mentioned you neglect your health yep perfect example you neglect your faith oh i'm too busy i'm tired i'm gonna catch up a little work this morning we're not gonna go to church on sunday yeah i mean it's all those things it is it's it this this is the one that can really screw the other five every single one of them i don't even hang out with my friends anymore you know i work i work 70 hours a week it's crazy i haven't been able to catch up with the guys well if there went brotherhood too yeah wow damn i want to quit my jobs (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yes guys and, and what's one of these things is a you just have to check it right clarity is power so yep. let's have clarity around every pillar right and and we check ourselves into this and we and we make sure that we can do this um but again having the clarity around it and then fixing it right so if you do have this extremely demanding job where i have to work 80 90 hours a week okay but put in that calendar that family time and everything else time too and then figure out how you can get away from that 90 hour a week mm-hmm. Right. Yep. I, I think that's the thing. And that's what we help a lot of people here, guys. Guys, again, I hope this made sense. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did coming from our to you in Orlando. Um, but that's really all I have. What about you, RJ? That is all I have. We went through all of my notes. Awesome. RJ, tell them where they can find us and keep this conversation going. We always say it's in the show notes, so that's easy. Don't worry about writing anything down. Our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com, the BB Dad. That's the best place to just yeah. continue the conversation. That's the easiest. Yep. Awesome, guys. Make it a great day. Thank you so much. Make sure you share this, subscribe, leave a review, and all those fun things you can do where you get your podcast. Download, rate, and review. Download, only three rate, things you need to do. I love it. Probably listen to it. Maybe listen should be in there somewhere, but yes. Awesome, guys. Stay balanced. We'll talk to you soon. See you guys.